What's up, world? Welcome back to Authentically Us, the podcast where we talk about what it means to be authentic in everything that you do, in every space that you occupy. Be authentic, y'all. Hey, I'm one of the hosts. I'm Conroy. We got Tony here. Tony, say what's up to people, man. Yo, what's going on? Y'all know I'm always here. I'm stay here. So let's just get it. Guys, we have an amazing episode today, Um, but before we jump in, go ahead and give us a like, a review, share us, guys, we're trying to get to 1,000 followers on our social, so give us a share, give us a like, Um, check out our recent videos on YouTube as well, also shout out to MSW Media for having us on their platform, and this month we are doing another book club, Tony, what's the book we're doing? The book we're doing is Made for People by Justin Wilmer Early. And this book is so crucial, uh, I believe, for the cultural moment we find ourselves. Because often, people are lonely. Uh, We're super busy, but yet, we're lonely. We don't have people that fully know us and love us. And Justin Whitmore early lays out habits of friendship that I believe this culture needs because... If we don't do something about it, we're just going to get lonely and lonely. You heard it here first. Get the book, join our book club, and we'll drop an episode coming to you soon. But without further ado, let's jump in to our episode. Let's go. Y'all, do we have a topic for you today? Tony, what's the topic of our real talk today? Today we're talking marijuana. Marijuana, the weed. As Stephen A would say, <laughs> stay off the weed. Um, I think this is a a big topic. Uh, I live in California, so it is a huge topic. Um, and I'm also black, which is also another topic, right? Yes. What is, um, I guess, what are some of your thoughts, marijuana? Like when you hear, when you just hear the word, um, I think there's a lot of stigma. Uh, with marijuana, you know, ultimately, I think about black the criminal criminalization of marijuana as a target of black people. Um, you know, I was talking to my dad about marijuana growing up. He would always criminalize because the while it has more health benefits than alcohol. And kills less. Um, and so that's kind of what I think of. What about you? What What are your thoughts and feelings toward marijuana? Um, I don't really have positive thoughts when I think of marijuana. There's there's not a lot of positive memories that come with it, mainly because of um, how I grew up. You know, as you as you mentioned, black people were definitely criminalized for it, and I've witnessed it firsthand with my family um with you know my uncle my dad and stuff like that and so when i first hear it i'm like oh man not another story it just i just have a lot of negative thoughts when i think about about marijuana um and then when i when i sit on it and simmer on it a little bit then i think about some other things you know i've i've been an athlete for a long time so a lot of athletes use it for many different reasons whether it is uh, medicinally, or whether it is to calm down, whether it is to get their mind right, whatever it is, I feel like 
my view on marijuana has has definitely changed over the years for sure um i did want to share a couple of facts about it um it says cannabis plants marijuana often referred to as weed pot cannabis is a plant native to central asia but now cultivated and grown worldwide the cannabis plant has several variants with the two most uh, well-being or uh, with, with the two most well-knowing being cannabis uh, sativa and cannabis indisa. Let's go with indisa. Um, the other one I wanted to read is it's they have it has a uh, psychoactive effect of marijuana and it's primarily due to the compounds called delta nine. Oh, I can't even pronounce this word. Delta nine to trash go cannibal or go with THC. it. Go with it. <laughs> THC interacts with specific receptors of the brain and central nervous system, leading to altered perception, mood changes, and increased appetite, among other effects. Uh, marijuana has long has a long history of use for both um, medicinal and recreational purposes. In recent years, many countries and states have legalized its medical uh, and recreational use, while others maintain strict legal restrictions. Medical marijuana is often prescribed to treat conditions like chronic pain, epilepsy, nausea, while recreational use is for relaxation and enjoyment. So hearing those facts, what what do you... Where do you kind of lean towards when it comes to to marijuana? Um, I I think I lean towards kind of just like I do with alcohol. Like, if you want to use it, use it, but just do it responsibly. Don't. Um, I I hate seeing people that just get addicted and need it because I've seen that wreck lives. Uh, right, family. That's what I just I can't stand. But like, if you if you want to smoke it to chill and relax because you have anxiety, you might just like the feeling of getting high. Like, okay, just getting addicted to it has real dangerous uh path. What about you? Yeah, you know what I. I agree. I think, well, in terms of the addiction part, I I think it can be an addictive thing. Anything can be addictive, right? Um, if you if you overuse it, I feel like recently in these past two years, I feel like marijuana has boomed, where everybody is now having a cannabis plant or a cannabis strand, I guess they call it, and I think. It's cool for people who want to make money with it, but I think where I'm having a hard issue is seeing the effects of so many strands that aren't necessarily regulated. So then I think maybe sometimes they're, they might be intentionally or accidentally laced with things. And I can speak for my family where I've seen how it has negatively affected people's mental health because it's not regulated. I can see how because it is a popular way to make money right now, people are just trying to make it quickly. And as opposed to going through the process to make it safe for 
I guess, the general population to use. So that's my issue with it currently right now. Um, I think my other issue where I also lean more towards is that there are people who are in prison for years for selling marijuana and using marijuana. And a lot of those rules have reversed or now it's legal. So I think that's where I have like an issue. I'm like, so what do we do about that? What do we do about those people who went to jail for selling marijuana and now it's legalized in their state or said state they sold it in, but they're still in, they still have years to do. Like, I guess that's where I'm like, I all, I'm also torn. I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm glad I don't have to make that decision, to be honest. Right. Well, and, and like, I, I think that's the one part that I, I struggle with as well. Just like, you know, the, the, um, selling of weed has now become, uh, decriminalized, but yet there's people still doing time for, in my opinion, these petty, um, and, you know, when we talk about mass incarceration, like, how many black have gotten locked up over weed, and they're doing years in prison over a dime bag, um, and, and so, like, make it make sense in a way, like, so, yeah, I, I'm right there with you. Like that, that makes zero sense. Uh, but I think that's just the mess up part of the justice. Yeah. You said something earlier where you said it was like a black man's drug or labeled kind of like a black man's drug, which I feel like a lot of years it was. Um, it wasn't until I moved to California when I realized it is not a black man's drug. <laughs> There's a lot of people here who you know, use marijuana to help them sleep, um, for leisure, they eat, uh, edibles and all these things. Um, so I, it it was very eye opening. I have a hard time when we take things like alcohol or, or drugs to alter our minds, alter our moods. And that's, I guess, where I have a hard time because it does change people. And sometimes it changes people for the better. Sometimes it helps people with pain. And I think that's always been my negative outlook on uh, marijuana. My question for you is, as a believer, how do you reconcile, I guess, marijuana in terms of I mean, how am I asking this? As a, as a believer, I guess, how do you balance that in terms of like, is this something I agree with, or is this not something I agree with? In ter- as as a believer, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think for me, um, I agree with it because it, it's a natural plant; like, it goes straight from the earth. Like, you don't have to add anything to it we know people do but you don't have to add anything to it to get um what to to reap the benefits of it um but i i think it goes back to like do people want this to 
calm their anxiety to get through the pain you know i've all i've often wondered if marijuana would help my cerebral palsy and help me to relax my muscles i've never tried it for that reason um and so if this is a natural plant that can heal those things i'm for that but it's when people start craving this drug and needing this drug to even get through that's when i have a problem with it because you're taking a good thing and making it your yeah so you're saying because it's natural essentially grew from the earth it it is a it is okay because it does have medical um benefits right yes like like weeding of itself is is natural you know for some reason god created it as a way to heal our bodies of things but we being who we are have taken it and worshiped the creation and not the creator from it yeah yeah i definitely can see that that perspective um i wanted to look up this scripture about i guess my viewpoint oh yeah um now i don't know the complete context so maybe tony you can help me with it help me with this but in first peter six or no first peter uh five verse eight it says be alert and sober mind your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour resist him standing firm in faith because you know that the family believes uh, the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. So when I hear of like be of sober mining, I feel like uh, the enemy attacks most when we are not of sober mind. And it could be when we're drunk. It could be when we're high. It could be when we're t- way too tired or way too caffeinated. And I, and I just feel like, I guess that's kind of where I stand with it. It's like, if you're using this uh, drug for medical purposes, I love it. I love it for you. But if you're using this drug for enjoyment because you're chasing that next high, then then that's when I I kind of have a a a problem with it. And I guess my my all, my next problem is that for people who have those medical marijuana cards, I know firsthand of people who were abusing that. Like they somehow got it because they went to therapy once or twice and now they need it for their anxiety. But now they're really using it for their enjoyment, chasing that next high. Right. So they're not a sober mind. So they're making crazy decisions. And I feel like that's my issue is because it's not regulated. I don't know how you would regulate it, but it's not regulated. And I guess that's kind of where I'm my issue with it, with with marijuana, with alcohol, with cigarette, like all those things that are changing people's lives negatively well and and i think to go with that i i believe that once america realized how much money is in marijuana and how much it would boost the economy that's when it started to become okay um Mm -hmm. and so i i do think almost anyone if they wanted to 
could go in and get a medical card. Now, I may be very wrong. Don't come for me in the comments. I don't know this. But, like, if the if that's going to make more money, yeah, let's dish out medical cards so people get the marijuana. You know, just like pharmaceutical. Oh, you you need drugs for your anxiety? We'll keep prescribing because it makes us money. And so it's like the people don't matter to the culture. It's all about money. That dollar. Like you said, as soon as these states in America recognize, oh, we can make a lot of money off of this, legalize it. And it's just like, that's crazy because the crazy thing is you have people of color, black people in prison for marijuana who are phenomenal businessmen. Facts. They were running a whole empire. They were running a whole, uh, Facts. I don't know, a, a, a drug a drug business. Yeah. And they are in prison because they were making money off of it. But now once America's like, hey, we can make a lot of money off of this. So let's legalize it. I think that's that's a sticky situation. And I, and I don't like it, to be honest. It's like just because we can make a little bit of change, change off of that, this, this drug. Now we want to all of a sudden legalize it. And I think that's that's tough. Well, well and even going further. Like, those black people, we often think uh, black and brown people are selling because they're thugs, they're gangsters, but the system's already stacked against them. Why would they work for a minimum wage job when they can go sell weed to the homies and make way more and be able to give their family a better life? Because let's say they didn't graduate high school. And so they can't get a job that provides well for them. And so they're going to sell weed to to make that money for their family. But America yeah. doesn't talk about the struggle of, of black people when it comes to them. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've talked about in other podcasts of how we're starting from behind, right? And I don't, I, I'm, and it's not trying to white guilt anybody, but people of color are starting from behind, yep. right? So, what like we talked about before, one of our friends, they talked about money around the the dinner table. We didn't talk about money around the dinner table. We were just talking about getting a job and starting to save. Like they are past that levels, past that. And I'm glad that we grew up where we grew up, where that wasn't a necessary that wasn't necessarily our pressure to. In order to make it out, in order to provide for our family, we had to sell drugs. That wasn't necessarily our story, but I know for a fact other people had that story. We read um, Ta-Nehisi Coates' uh, Between the World and Me. He talked about, like, that's the way out. I feel like in a lot of black areas, the way out is either sports or drugs, yeah. typically. And I'm glad that we didn't have to live that life, that we could go to college, we could get a degree, we could work at McDonald's, you know, and, and work our way, you know, up. And I, and I feel like not everybody has that story, right. but what I think everybody who's listening to this really wants to know is 
Have we ever smoked weed? Have we smoked weed together, Tony? Well, Did we smoke we? weed tonight? <laughs> would we? Yeah, I think that's what everybody wants to know. Yes. And so authentic confessions I have. Um, I've smoked um, twice in my life. Uh, this was before I knew Jesus. And um, I smoked simply because I wanted the love and affection of my, and I thought the closest, Mm. the way I could feel closest to him is to love what he loved. And that was weed. Um, And both those times Mm. I smoked, I've never felt, um, I, I felt a sense of pride from him. Uh, I didn't continue in that because I didn't want to uh, continue a generational curse uh, upon my family. I wanted to do things differently, but yes, I have smoked. What about you, Roy? Well, for all the people listening, I have never smoked. Uh, Would you? I've never smoked marijuana. Um, I've been around it a lot. I've never ate edible or anything like that, but I've definitely been around it. Maybe, maybe I've gotten secondhand high. I don't know. Um, but I, I guess I grew up in a way where I've seen alcohol, I've seen cigarettes, I've seen marijuana, um, crack. I've seen these things abused so much, and how it have neg- how it has negatively impacted my family that I've I avoided all of it. It. I was like, well, if that's if that's the direction it it goes, I don't want I don't want to look like that. I don't want to be that way. I don't want my family to look like that. And so I guess that's one of the reasons why I've always uh, stayed away from it. Like I said, I do know people who their lives have completely changed for the better because they've, you know, added marijuana to their lifestyle, whether they're smoking or whether they're uh eating it or whatever. So I guess all this to say, would I try it? I think I I wouldn't unless it was medically prescribed that hey, this is something you should probably think about. Um am I do I hate anybody who 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 <laughs> smokes weed? No. Um I do think honestly, I feel like since it's been legalized, to be honest, if I'm, if I'm really honest, I feel like people have mostly been responsible with it like the people i know like i feel like there hasn't been super crazy things besides the ones that are unregulated and the ones that aren't laced um i don't know what do you have you have you would you agree or like what do you think yeah i mean now that now that it's legal people are way more responsible with it because they don't have to get it from some Joe Schmo off the street, they go to dispensary. And like yeah. I I think often we think, oh, we don't want these things, so let's make it illegal. People are gonna get it if they want it. And so the best way to go about it is allow it to be done safely. Um mm. and like yes, you might not agree with it but I think we would agree that we want people to 
be safe doing these things, regardless if we like it. Yeah. And yeah, and I think that's what it comes down for me. Be safe for yourself, but also for the people you're you're around. And yeah, I think it's as simple as that. If it's regulated, you can do it safely. You don't have to be in the corners, in the alleys, trying to buy these things. I feel like we can make it a, a better experience. Um, I think another episode we should do Awaska. Have you heard of that? No. Awaska. It's like another natural herbal drug that's very psychedelic and you know will smith talked about it in his book which i i have up there somewhere oh, yes i remember uh, this now it was at the very end like the very last chapter and even uh aaron Rodgers, he talked about it in his book or it, he talked about it just on a podcast like just about the experience um seems like a rich person experience because it's very expensive and i think it's only in like central america somewhere so um Maybe we'll do our research and do that, do an episode on that, or maybe have somebody who, who's who gone on a, a journey. So We'll get we'll Will see. Smith one day. One day. That's the dream. If any of you guys know how we can get him on our podcast, reach out to us. That, that will be the last episode. We'll just retire with that one. That would for sure be the last episode, 100%. <laughs> like, without a doubt. Like, without a doubt. So... Well, guys, what another episode. What another great episode of Authentically Us Real Talk. And and that's a wrap. That's a wrap on this one. <laughs> We're gone. Hey, y'all, until next time, be authentic in everything that you do. Peace. Peace out.